Hey y'all, welcome back to the Single and Purposeful Podcast. So excited that you're tuning back in. Thank you, by the way. I have enjoyed sharing these last few episodes. And today I have a super special awesome gorgeous guest if I may say so myself um it's me (laughs) I will be today's guest um wow that was a little cocky no 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 it wasn't cocky it was confident I'm claiming confidence in the name of Jesus thank you very much but I have been asking all of these incredible guests to share their dating experience or their singleness experience and I thought I should probably share one of my funny dating stories. My friends and I always talk about me writing a book and sharing all of my dating stories because let me tell you, there are some, there are some, um, you know, there's some that I probably will never, ever, ever share (laughs) ever again. But there are some that I love sharing because I love seeing people's uh, facial expressions when I share my story. But I know that I already shared a little bit about myself during that intro episode. But let me remind y'all, my name is Hacia Gonzalez. I am 31 years old. I am a full-time special ed teacher and I absolutely love it. I am also a single foster mom and I love that too. It is a lot, but oh my gosh, it is incredible. I have been single all of my life, uh, believe it or not. I mean, okay, people are always like, are you sure you've been single all of your life? That's a lie. Okay, I mean, if you count high school, then I guess I was, I had a boyfriend for like two, three months. I also was in a relationship in high school where I thought we were in a relationship, but I was really the other girl. I was a side chick, so... Whew, there was that too. So that's why I say like, I feel like I've been single all of my life. I've never had a real relationship where like we're committed to each other. Um, That's just never really happened. So yeah, I've always dated though. Oh my goodness. I was what you might have referred to as a serial dater. I was very good at dating. Uh, First dates rocked those. I just could never get past like the second date or the third date. Like I just, there was never more than just a first, second date. After that, nothing ever came from it. So yeah, I I don't, I I wish I could tell you why. Um, I mean, there's a long story behind it, I'm sure. Like there's healing that needed to happen within me um, and Obviously, they just weren't the right people for me, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I've been single all all along. And so I don't really know what it's like to be in a relationship. Uh, Super nervous about it. I'm already, when I pray for my husband, I'm just like, Lord, please grant him patience. (laughs) Because I don't know what to do when I'm in a relationship. So there's going to be a lot of learning on my end and probably a lot of teaching on his end. So I just pray that he has a strong, willful heart and that he loves me beyond belief uh, so that he can put up with me. (laughs) But okay, so I wanted to share my super fun dating story. I have so many, but one of the ones that I love sharing because I love seeing people's reactions is uh, there was this one guy... I'm not originally from San Antonio. I lived in Laredo all of my life, pretty much, until I graduated from college. I actually worked there one year as a teacher, and then I decided to move. And people always ask, why did you move out of uh, out of Laredo? And because it's Laredo. Like, 
<laughs> I love Laredo. I love it. But I just, I, I needed different. I needed more. I wanted more. I craved more. And so I thought, why not? Like, I just wanted to give it a shot. And if it wasn't for me, then Laredo will always be there and I can always go back. But I want to try something different. And I love it. I love San Antonio. I want to keep moving, but I really like my house right now. So I think I'll stay here. Anyways, I digress. So uh, when I moved to San Antonio, obviously what I did was download the dating sites because why not I wanted to get to know people and I don't know why I thought dating sites was the way to get to know people it's not it's not ladies and gentlemen go to a church <laughs> go to a church join a small group do not download tinder but I did I downloaded tinder this was before I was saved let me preface with that this was prior to me having a relationship with God but I downloaded tinder out of all the sites of course and I swipe right on this very handsome man and I stand by that. I, I still very much think he was a very handsome man. So we decide to meet up for dinner and we went to 54th Street, super fancy, calm down. No, I'm just kidding. But we went to 54th Street and I'm walking and I feel this guy walking behind me and I can feel him looking at me and I kind of feel like it's him, but I wasn't sure. And so I just kind of kept walking and again, this was before I was saved, y'all. So like, you know, Hasia was a little, she was a little hood rat. No, I'm just kidding. I've never been a hood rat, but <laughs> she was, she was about it. You know what I mean? So, um, he's walking behind me and I get to the door and he opens the door for me and I, I look at him and I'm like, oh, hey, I thought it was you, but I wasn't sure. And he was like, yeah, I saw you and I wanted to come up and say hi, but I was really admiring you from, from behind. And I was like, oh. Okay, 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 we're going there. Okay, cool. Um, but I was just like in awe that like he was attracted to me in that way because I just thought he was so attractive. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. You find me attractive? <laughs> All right. So I was just like thrilled. Uh, <laughs> it took that little to impress me. And so we are uh, sitting down now for dinner and we're talking. Typical dating questions started happening and we are asking each other, you know, what do you do for fun? And like, how long have you been in San Antonio? And blah, 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 right? And so I ask him like if he's from San Antonio and he says, oh no, I'm originally from Houston, but I've just kind of moved all over. And I'm like, oh really? Where else have you lived? And he's like, you know, Atlanta, Houston, I've just moved around a lot. And I ask, oh, so where, when, like how long have you been in San Antonio? And he was like, not too long, like a few months. And I was like, oh, where were you before, before you moved to San Antonio recently? And he says, well, you know, I've just always moved around. Uh, I lived in Houston for a while. I lived in Atlanta. And I've just, I've always moved around, you know. And so uh, now I'm just here in San Antonio. And, and I, I just, you know, I'm, I love being here because I get to be with my kids and blah, blah, blah. And I'm starting to be like, okay, why can't you answer the question of like where you were right before you moved to San Like it just didn't make any sense. And so I ask again, okay, but where were you right before San Antonio? And he's like, you know, I just moved around a lot. And that's when I just kind of get uneasy and I'm very expressive with my face. Like you can tell right away when there is something not sitting well with me. And so he notices right away and he's like, okay, what happened? I, I noticed like a shift and I was just like, well, I just think it's really interesting that you will not answer the question of where you were right before San Antonio. And I'm just wondering why. And so then he pauses, puts his fork down because at this point we, we were, we had just gotten our food and he says, I'm going to be completely honest with you. And I was like, okay. And he says, I've been in prison for the past eight years. <laughs> I was like, check, please. <laughs> 
I I kind of just like froze and um all of like my blood just kind of like left me somewhere I don't know somewhere and I was just like what do I do now and so I I was no longer hungry I was just kind of like cool this this is over right like this date is over and so I didn't eat anymore I, I asked for a box and it was just so awkward after that and he walked me to my car and I was like thank you whatever and I got in my car and I started driving off and I felt so bad you know I was just like how dare you, Hasia? This could be a changed man. Like, yes, maybe he was in prison, but he's out now and he's trying to like live by closer to his babies and be a good father. And I just started shaming myself. Like, how dare you? Because I had just started going to church. And so, you know, I had just started to learn about God. Like, I didn't have a relationship with him yet, but I started learning about him and how, you know, he forgives all and blah, 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 all this beautiful stuff. And so I was like, how dare you? Like, how would you feel like being judged for your past, you know? And so I felt so bad that I reached out to him again and I was like, hey, I want to apologize for the way I reacted. It would just kind of caught me off guard. I would love to like see you again. I'd love to get to know you if you would still be interested in that. And he was like, yeah, sure. So you would think that that would, after hearing that he went to prison, that was the last time <laughs> that we went out, but it was not. Um, we met up again and we were hanging out and I was just like, you know what? I I need to know. I need to know why you were in prison. Like, I, I just feel like I need to know that before we move forward. And so he says, okay, no, I get it. And he's like, you know, I was, I was in gang. I was in a gang growing up. Um, I would just kind of was mixed up with the wrong crowd. And so I kind of was just raised around that. Um, so um, obviously trouble, me getting in trouble was very frequent. And he was like, but um, I went to prison. The, the charges were um, kidnapping and attempted manslaughter. Yeah, yeah. The silence was deafening. Um, <laughs> I kind of just like, cool. And then we went on to date for like three months, believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not oh my gosh I feel so embarrassed admitting that but it's true it's true this was before I knew my worth this was be before I knew that I was royalty and God's beautiful beautiful daughter you know what it was a it was a learning experience I <laughs> what did I learn from it golly I learned that I did not see my worth back then uh like looking back now um I definitely learned like wow you did not love yourself and like I don't mean that in a bad way but really like I I didn't know what real true love was and so I couldn't love myself because I didn't know what real true love was like God introduced me to real true love I knew world love I knew you know the love that you see on movies and the love that and I'm gonna air quote this the love in air quotes that people that you date present you with that is so temporary and it is so unfulfilling and so that's the way I loved myself I loved myself in temporary ways I loved myself in unfulfilling ways I loved myself so uh, superficially like it was not deep it was not real and so I allowed anything to come into my life because I didn't think I was worth worthy of 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 better and so once I fell in love with God and and God showed me who I was and God just poured so much love into me 
and and allowed me to feel the love that he has for me until then was I able to really understand how to love myself and then expect that kind of love from others whether it was friendships or relationships or family and not in a like I I never had like high expectations but just kind of like being able to pour into others and love others that way then they were able to reciprocate and love me that way love me selflessly because I was loving selflessly because that's how God loved me that's how God loves us and so another thing that I learned from from that dating experience is that I was very much saying in that season or in that time that I was dating him, I, I felt like I needed to stay because I was, you know, a new Christian. And I was like, Christ loved everybody. Christ, you know, sat with the with the tax collectors and the prostitutes and and like he sat with all of them and loved them and 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 how like how would could I be a Christian if I don't, you know, try to give this a chance. And I learned that, you know, you can love someone Christ-like and and pray for them, but you don't have to do life with them. Let me say that again. You can love them, but you don't have to do life with them. There is, I think God calls us to have different relationships for different reasons. And God calls us to just allow certain people into certain areas of our lives, um, not everyone is going to get every every part of us. So it, it's different. I understand now that it's different to love someone and to allow them to be part of your everyday life and allow them into the deepest part of your heart. And so that was my biggest lesson for sure that I was like, hey, yes, I can I can love him and pray for him and, and hope the best for him and, and and share with him that God wants the best for him. But at the same time, I can distance myself and understand that, hey, we're not equally yoked and we're not going to be able to do life together. And that's okay. Like that's that's just not what we're supposed to do. Um, and that, nothing bad, you know, like, hey, you are going to do your life and I'm going to do my life and God is going to use us separately, you know, and that's awesome. So I think that's one of the biggest things that I learned for sure from that dating experience. Well, I have so many more to share, but I only have a few minutes. So uh, I really wanted to share how I'm living purposefully in this season. Um, I think I'm doing a lot when, when I feel the most purposeful is when I'm resting in his presence, when I am just his daughter before anything else, when I stop and sit and talk to my father those are the moments that I feel like I'm living the most purposeful I've ever lived. Um, I could be saying yes to all of these things that people are asking me to do, um, whether it is at church or it is a kind thing to do. I think I'm very guilty of saying yes. I'm a yes person. I say yes. If you need help, oh yes. When? How? Where? How do you? When do you need me? What time? I'm very quick to say yes to everything and everyone. And I used to think that that was the way to live a purposeful life, that that was the way to live for God. And God so gently and lovingly said, like, yes, like, I I love that you are so sweet and so kind and want to do all of this, but it will lack fruition if you're doing it outside of my will. And so I just want you to be in relationship with me before anything else, before you say yes to anything else, just say yes to me. And... I think that's really when I started living a more purposeful life, when I started realizing like, whoa, hold on. Am I doing this to fulfill 
Hasia's needs and Hasia's wants or am I doing this to fulfill God's calling on my life? And so, yeah, that's the best way I think that I can encourage you to start living a purposeful life. Um, and God will gift you so many beautiful things as you as you say yes to him, as you say yes to being in relationship with him, as you spend time with him. And that's not that's not the reason why, why you should spend time with him, because really just being in his presence is enough. But he's such a good father that he's just wanting to give you so much more than his love and his presence. And so, yeah, um, I think once I started doing that is when God just started calling me for like to do more. He called me into uh, working part-time ministry at, at the most incredible church where I learned and I grew so much. They poured so much love into me. They poured just beautiful, just most beautiful things into me that I was able to just blossom into this person that I am today. And I will forever be grateful for North Rock. Um, I was able to also step into the calling of being a foster parent because I grew as a leader through North Rock and I, I grew knowing my value and my worth. And so I, I finally felt like, whoa, I can be this imperfect person. I can be this person with a crazy past. I can be this person that struggled with depression and suicidal thoughts, struggled with anxiety. Um, I can be this person that struggled with lust. I can be this person that survived so much and can still be called to so much. And so I think once I learned that, I was more willing to be, I was more receptive to what God had in store for me. And so, yeah, I I stepped into that and I was able to live, I'm able to be living a purposeful life as a, as a foster parent. And I can see the the fruits of, of my labor and I can see the fruits of his labor because he's doing all of this, you know, through me. I'm not, I'm just simply a vessel. I'm simply his 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 instrument and and he gets to do it through me and so it's pretty cool to see that and then to see now being able to be more purposeful through this through this podcast and so it, it's it just amazes me that God saw me and he was like dude you <laughs> like I want to use you for all of these things I still often don't believe it you know especially as I'm like airing these episodes I'm like there's no way, there's no way that God wants to use me in this way. And I love that he wants to. I love that he's doing it. I just love that I get to be a part of the ride, you know? I get to be a part of the ride and experience all of the things that God has for you. Like, not just for me, but for you. I get to be a part of that. I get to be a witness. Um, it's just, ah, uh, it's an incredible life. And and it's all because I say yes to being in relationship with him, not not anything else, but but being in relationship with him. So, yeah. All right. That this was fun. It was fun to be on the other side of it and like answer these questions. If you have any questions for me, let me know. I would love to answer any questions and I would love to hear y'all's dating stories if you would like to share them. I would love to share them with the audience as well, whether it is you jump on this mic right here and share it or like write it. You know, I would love to just share your your stories with, with everybody else and what you learned from your crazy dating stories because I'm sure we all, we all learned something. But yeah, awesome. This was great. I hope this wasn't too long. I had so much fun. I don't want to end this podcast. I don't want to end this episode right here, but it was just, it's time. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, let me pray us out. 
Lord, first of all, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for seeing us for us and calling us, just calling us as your children, just seeing us and loving us, but then calling us to more. I just praise you for seeing us so, seeing the imperfect version of us and thinking that we are the perfect instrument for what you want to do with us, Lord. Thank you for giving us a purpose and a calling. Thank you for, just thank you for loving us, loving us the way that you do. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. I want to pray that um, if the person listening to this on the other side hasn't discovered their purpose and their calling, Father, I pray that you you give them a glimpse of it, that you show them right now in the name of Jesus. Show them right now what it is. Show them a picture, a, a visual, an image, a video. Have, show them something, Lord. Show them something that shows them what it is that you're calling them to do, Father, whatever that may be, because you called us here into this earth for a reason. And so... I know that there is more, there is more Lord. And so I just pray that you show that to that person listening to the other side of this. Thank you, Father, for your beautiful love, for your forgiveness, for your healing. And um, I just pray that you bless us, Lord, today. Bless us with your protection and with your beautiful peace that, that we just can never understand. But I appreciate, Lord. We praise you, we honor you, and we do all of this for your glory, Father. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a, a great rest of your week. Bye.